Hello, friends. Hello, listeners. Hello, colleagues. Hey, this is another edition of the Platinum Business Break. It's actually our Platinum Podcast. In today's episode, it's season three, episode three, and it is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. And this one's entitled, Get Ready, It's Gonna Hit You Between the Eyes. It's called Your Business Is in Trouble. Yes, all of you business owners, C-suite, senior leadership teams, VPs, directors, managers, your business is in trouble and you don't even know it. All right, and I know this because I talk to a lot of you every day and you're clueless and you need to wake up. And I'm telling you, um, there's there's a lot of you who don't even want to deal with the problems. You don't want to even hear it. So if you don't want to hear it, just don't even listen. All right. But if you're one of the small few, if you're the brave, okay, the ones who are tired of getting hammered by customers, employees leaving, trying to fill positions, same old, same old every day. If you're just worn out, I would like to help you. And I can. So this podcast is for you, the worn out business leader, the worn out business owner. There is hope, okay? So today I'm bringing you some hope. So with that, we're going to jump right in. Uh, And again, Platinum Business Consulting uh, is here to help uh, turn your business into a world-class organization. It's easy to do. So again, start out. Your business is in trouble. You don't know it. You're on the cliffs, baby. You're right there. All right. I love that picture. So you need to realize that there's a lot of things happening in your business you are probably not aware of. Um, If you're senior leadership, if you're the owner, you're being insulated. Uh, The lower ranks, they're afraid to tell you. And they're afraid to tell you because they're looking for leadership and they're looking for direction and they're not getting it. Okay. So that's part of the problem. Now, I'm going to play a quick clip. Uh, this is from The Matrix, and for those of you who are familiar with it, basically it's a story of, of a hero named Neo, or Mr. Anderson. Uh, he is being told by his mentor that, hey, we live in a computer simulation, and something's not right, and something's eating at you. So hey, listen to this dialogue, and I, and I think you'll kind of get what I'm saying. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind. All right, did you hear that? So something's wrong, something's not right. You can sense it, but you don't know what it is. Okay, that's what's wrong with your business. There's a lot of things wrong, but I'm about to show you something that's gonna help. So let's go over some statistics first, though. I'm gonna hammer you pretty hard. So the Gallup 2022 Workplace Survey, And this was, I think, in September or October of 2022, still pertinent today uh, in early 2023. 35% of U.S. employees are engaged, which means 65% are disengaged. Now, what does that mean? Disengaged means that they're just doing their job, just enough to keep employed. Where the engaged people, you know, they're they're volunteering, they're on committees, they're they're excited about their job. That's only a third. 65% are disengaged. In fact, some studies show that as much as 15% are actively disengaged. And what does that mean? That means they are sabotaging your business, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. They they could be spreading rumors, gossip. They could see this bad shipment about to go out the door and they're not saying anything. 
Okay, that is actively being disengaged. Okay, that's a problem. I actually think that high, that number is a lot higher uh, than 15%, but it'll vary from industry to industry. But people are just not happy at work and they're just kind of going through the motions. All right, I understand it. I get it. All right, it tells us our teams are disengaged. Our teams have no clear vision or purpose and leadership. That's your fault. Everyone is busy. No one can or wants to take ownership of, of anything. You know, they're, they're getting hit every day with a myriad of problems and they just, they can't handle it. Priorities change on a moment by moment, constant basis. It's crisis management. I know this happens every day and I know it's happening to you. All right. So what can we do about it? Well, it's, it's the people, people. People make it happen. People make business happen. So we got to get the people part right. And the way we need to do that is we need some structure. We need some order. Now, simple formula. Execute the basics flawlessly, number one. Number two, make it easy for your customers to do business with you. Now, if you know me personally, professionally, you, I wear this one out. But it's important. Two things. Execute the basics flawlessly. Make it easy for your customers to do business with you. Oh, look at here, Chick-fil-A. Now, I know some of you may not like Chick-fil-A for whatever political, religious, whatever. Okay, just forget about that for a minute. Chick-fil-A is a well-run organization. Everyone in the organization is rowing in the right direction. They know the mission. Now, if, you're, if you've been to a Chick-fil-A, you know what I'm talking about. So if you're out, say, on a Saturday with uh, your kids or grandkids or maybe just you and your wife or you and your significant other, and you want something to eat, and, and you see a McDonald's, and I love McDonald's, nothing against McDonald's, and you see a Chick-fil-A. Now, you see the lines of both are long. Most people I know are going to go for the Chick-fil-A. Why is that? Because they have confidence. They know that Chick-fil-A has drive-through management down. They have it. Those lines move quick. And... When you place your order, it's correct when you get it. And then the food is excellent. And then when you're done, it just, you know, they'll say, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to serve you. It's a friendly smile. You know, and you, you haven't even thought about how much it costs. So why don't we Chick-fil-A our business? Every Chick-fil-A I've been to is the same. Now, there's a few exceptions, obviously. But for the most part, every Chick-fil-A has the same processes in place. That's what we got to do, people. Let's Chick-fil-A our business. All right. So, you know, again, part of this is, you know, most businesses, we just don't get enough traction to move forward because we're, we're busy dealing with that day-to-day -day crisis management, right? So there's no alignment. You've seen this. I don't know if this is a real picture or not, but it, it demonstrates there's no alignment within our companies from between departments, between uh, departments and customers, in between departments and our supply chain or suppliers, there's no alignment and it's complete chaos out there, folks. What it is, is people are rowing in different directions. Do you think these two guys are getting anywhere? No, they're not. Okay. Now, let me, let me ask you now, this is a graphic. I love this one. Hey, when you were a kid or maybe even an adult, have you done like spin the bat dizzy game, you know, where you put your head on the forehead of a bat and you spin around and then you try to run straight and you know what happens? You run in a curve, you know, you think you're running straight, but you're not. You're running in a curve. You're all discombobulated. That's how your employees are, my friend. They are confused because they're spinning around and then they're expected to run straight and they can't do it. All right. This is one of my favorite quotes uh, also from a guy named 
W. Edwards Deming, uh, and, and you need to look him up. It's a Deming with one M, D-E-M-I-N-G. He's the one basically who uh, got Toyota uh, on their path for quality. And basically Japan, after World War II, he was one of the guys who went over uh, with the U.S. government, said, hey, we got to rebuild Japan, get them on the right track. Now, before World War II, you know, made in Japan was junk. Now it's it's good stuff, you know, whether it's, you know, cars, automobiles, electronics, uh, you know, rivals their German uh, tech, technology counterparts. So uh, this is a quote of his that I love. A bad system will beat a good person anytime, every time. All right. So if your company, your organization, it's a, if there's a bad system in place, it's going to be so tough on your employees. So how do we fix that? Well, we need a system. We need a system for alignment. Now, I, I picked this picture on purpose. This is a cockpit of an airplane. I don't know if it's a, you know, airliner or, or what. But the point is, um, all those gauges there mean something and they're accurate. And, you know, for example, if an airplane is flying at night in a storm or, you know, maybe it's in a spiral, um, you don't look at the outside, kind of like the baseball bat thing. You know, you you think you're running straight and you're not. You need something to guide you, to keep you pointed in the right direction. Those That instrument panel will save your life, right? It will save your life if your plane is in trouble, uh, whether it's a, you know, uh, the horizon or, you know, pitcher. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a pilot, but you understand what I'm saying. So it's very, very important that you get alignment within your organization all the way down to your customers. That's what that represents. So there's two books. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of systems out there, uh, what were called operating systems. Um, there's two or two are my favorite. Okay, uh, traction, uh, get a grip on your business. That's the entrepreneurial operating system by Gino Wickman, and the second one is called Scaling Up uh, by Vern Harnish. It's also called the Rockefeller Method. Um, both are great books. Um, traction is more for smaller businesses or smaller units. I think Scaling Up is probably for larger corporations, but they're both based on some sort of a system. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, similarities. In fact, traction references. I, th I think there might be some references back and forth. I've used both of those in business. Um, now, look, I'm not affiliated with uh, the scaling up people or the traction uh, EOS people. Um, I'm not a, you know, I don't have certifications. Um, I am experienced in implementing and facilitating both those systems, but I'm not, you know, so I'm not affiliated. I don't have a, a stamp or seal certification. So this is on my personal and business experience. Now, um, I'm going to tell you, I prefer traction. That's the one that I used most of. Uh, I do like scaling up. I've, I've, you know, borrowed some things from scaling up. So I kind of have a hybrid. You know, if I, if I talk to a business, it's, it's kind of a hybrid. But for today's talk, I'm going to talk about traction. So I, I would recommend getting the book Traction. It's by a guy named Gino Wickman, W-I-C-K-M-A-N. So if you just type in Traction EOS on Amazon, uh, there's a lot of books, but the, the Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business is the one you want to get. Get the book, get the audio book. It's going to change your life, I promise. In fact, I'm going to do a quick overview on how this could help you, okay? So the EOS, or Entrepreneurial Operating System, uh, is a set of simple, practical, easy to implement tools to help your team change the business and align their daily actions to the vision of the company. Wow, doesn't that sound like a breath of fresh air? Okay, also, it takes the hundreds of things that you and your team deal with simultaneously and organize them into six key components, which are then smaller, bite sized pieces. And they are not overwhelming and they're easy to work with and easy to manage. Okay. 
Yeah, it's tough day. If you implement the system, it's tough day one. It's tough the first 30 days. If you implement the system, it's tough the first 30 days, I'm going to tell you. But it's worth it. So there's six key components to the uh, EOS uh, traction system. They're vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction. And in the middle of that is just kind of your business. And I like to think, you know, you're a customer too. Because you get all of those components correct. You are the top 10% of businesses in your industry. In fact, I want to say you're the top 1%. Wouldn't you like to be that? Wouldn't you want to be one of the top businesses, most admired, a company that runs like a Swiss watch? Absolutely, you do. So let's talk about the vision component. So vision basically is most important thing is if you have an employee or a team, everyone from the CEO down to the guy loading the truck or sweeping the floor or Everyone, in, again, not de- meaning that to sound degrading, but I'm just saying everyone in the whole organization has to understand what that vision is. If everyone in that organization, if you could walk to up, if you could walk up to them, if everyone in the organization, you could walk up to them and say, hey, what's the vision? What's our purpose? And if everyone could recite it, you're, you, you have an awesome business and also you have an awesome culture because that means everyone's aligned. So typically six questions to kind of get it started is, you know, what is your core values? And you can also say also, what is your vision with that? Uh, What's your core focus? What is your 10-year target? Because if you don't know where you're going, you're just floundering, right? What is your marketing strategy? And again, you got to choose who your perfect customer is. Because if you're not trying to reach your perfect customer, you're wasting time. It gives you focus. What is your three-year plan? What's your one-year plan? So it's short-term, mid-term, and long-term, right? What are your quarterly rocks? Now I'm going to talk about rocks. Uh, this, is a, this is a Stephen Covey thing, and I'm going to explain what a rock is in a minute. And what are your issues? Every company's got issues, and people are afraid to talk about issues. And even more importantly, people don't want to solve issues. Issues come up all the time, over and over and over again. How come we just can't solve them once and for all? Wouldn't that be great? All right, this system could help you do that. I continue. So um, there, there's a couple of documents and there's actually a one page, it's a front and back. It's called the VTO, it's called the Vision Traction Organizer. So the first page, and I'm, gotten, I'm not gonna go into detail in this video, if you're interested, let me know, I can explain it more in detail. But basically it's your vision, it's what does it look like, who do we look like, what do we wanna be, what are our measurables? It's a very clear picture on what you want your company to look like in the next 10 years, and more specifically, the next three years. Okay, it defines your, your core values, which you should be hiring and firing to. What is your vision or purpose? What is your marketing niche? I mean, this identifies everything. So everyone in the organization should have a copy of this and understand where the company is going, the direction. Everyone is rowing in the same direction. So this isn't, shouldn't be a secret. This shouldn't just be up with the higher ups. This should be everybody should see this. Okay, it's that important. All right, talk about more about that later. The next component is people. Now, this is um, what, what I, I would say. This is probably once you get your vision established. This is this is tough. People have a hard time with with the people part. Um, seeing this in a lot of organizations. Uh, first of all, you know you don't need an org chart. You need a, what's called an accountability chart. Very specifically, who they are, what their title is, what they're accountable for. And you review that often because if people aren't accountable for the job they're doing, it doesn't matter. So it's just not a name and a title. It's a name, title, and what are they in charge of? What are they responsible for? And it's, and less is more. 
don't pile up just because someone's good. Don't give them 80 things and give the guy who's a dud, don't give him three just to help him. No, let you, you got to, you got to make sure people have a clear understanding of their job and they have to have the time and the bandwidth and the ability to do it. All right. So, and we, we talk about the people analyzer um, in this system. Uh, basically, you look at your current team and say, hey, do they match to our core values? Because that's important. If you have someone who doesn't match your core values of your company, they shouldn't be there, right? Because they are undermining. They, they are that 15% actively disengaged. Get rid of them. Number three, get the right people in the right seat. So the question is, do they get it? Do they want it? Do they have the capacity to do it? So if you can get people in the right seats, I mean, there's some people that were in sales that should have been in a in a in a analyst role, or maybe someone who had leadership potential, but they wouldn't promote them because they were afraid he was going to make them look bad, or she was going to make them look bad. Okay, I see this all the time. You got to get the right people in the right seats, and if you're a leader, even if you have people below you that are excel in something you do, that's the mark of a good leader, folks. Promote them. Move them in the right seat. They're going to be happier and they're going to get more stuff done. All right. Alignment is better. Everything is better. You want to hire and fire to your core values. Don't bring someone in who doesn't match your core values. And again, that's during the interview process. Can, can tell you all about that in another at another time. Just to, or reach out to me. But you got to hire and fire, and you got to be strict with that. If you feel like someone is not fitting in with your core values. Get rid of them. It's hard, 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 but you got to do it because they're going to bring everyone else down. And this is where culture is born. All right. So you start getting the vision, the mission. All right. You start getting the people aligned with that. Oh, this is where it starts getting fun. This is where, where it starts happening. All right. I'm getting excited. I know you can tell. All right. Data. Data is kind of hard for some companies. Some companies have tons of data. Some don't have any but you got to get your data right. So with the data, you got to create a scorecard. And the scorecard basically um, is for weekly review. Um, who owns each number? Because everyone has a number, right? There should be a measurable, you know, how many sales calls, how much revenue, how much tons we've shipped or pounds we've shipped or how many units we've shipped, how many calls did we answer, how many service calls did we go on, uh, how many errors, you know, whatever the me key measurements are to your business. Um, they need to be tracked and they and someone needs to be responsible for every number, okay? And they need to be reviewed weekly, right? Everyone has a number, everyone. Even person answering the phone has a number, all right? Data, very important. Okay, so we'll stop here. So once the first three things, the vision, the people, and the data start to happen, then the magic starts to happen. Because really what happens, what I've seen, and I've seen this in my experience in my careers, um, in my career where I've uh, worked on this system, is the people that are embracing the vision, that are doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's great. Um, the people who don't agree, it's harder for them to hide. All right. So, and typically they leave on their own because once you start this, it's, 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 it's like, you know, it's a cult. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it's kind of cultish because you have to be fanatical about your business and, and the mission and the purpose and the direction you're going. If you're not, that's why you're all over the board. All right. So this will weed. This is almost a self-filtering uh, part here. If you can get through these first three components in the first few months of your bit, you know, starting this, you start weeding people out automatically because people go, eh, I don't want, you know, and, and you know what though? Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes people just don't agree 
or they're not a good fit. That doesn't mean they're bad people. That just means they don't fit your culture. It's good for everyone. They're happier if they leave. You're happier. Let them go somewhere else. Let them find where they fit in. That's just life, people. Okay. All right. So we're going to go on to the next component, issues. We all have issues, baby, right? I have issues. You have issues. Companies have issues. All right. So you want to create an issues list. And when you first do that, it's going to be huge. It's going to be, oh my gosh. But that's okay. All right. You, you got to get them on paper. If you see something, say something is, is a quote I've heard uh, through some of the material I've read and, and used. So you, you have what's called an IDS. It's called Identify, Discuss, and Solve. It's you know, similar to Kaizen, right, for, for those of you who are um, using other systems. But basically, you want to solve issues. That's, that's the key. Solve issues once and for all. They never come back. And when, when, they come, when they come up, you identify them and you attack them. Get them on a list. Um, they're categorized by weekly to-dos, quarterly rocks, or long-term issues that will have to be addressed at some point. Because you, know, you can't solve everything. Again, it's kind of the Pareto rule that I mentioned earlier. You got to do 80-20 or 20-80. You got to do 20% of the, the issues that are affecting 80% of your business. You solve those first, man, your business looks completely different. And here's the thing, you got to look at it weekly. And we're going to talk about the weekly cadence here in a minute. Process. Matt, this is the other area where I think people have problems or, or difficulties. People don't like process. People like the idea of process. Oh, we got to document. So I've seen this go a lot of different ways. I'm going to give you some best practices based on my experience. So you got to, again, as I, I just said, document 20% of the processes that impact 80% of the business. Okay, checklist, visuals, SOPs. But here's the thing. It can't be some manual that you write and it sits on a shelf. I've seen that. I've seen companies put together these great processes, but there's no quick, easy to do checklist or mechanism to make sure they've got a process. They put it up on a shelf on a binder. Oh, we have a process. <laughs> it's over there, but we're not following it. Okay, you got to have some sort of a checklist, a visual, something easy. You know, if it's too complex, you got to break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces, okay? Or maybe the process requires more people, okay? I, you know, whatever it is, my point is it, it should not be complex. It should not be stored in a binder. It should be, you know, as a visual on someone's desk, on the wall. You can easily convert those to training videos, people. That's the biggest opportunity I see. Take a, a 10 or 15-step process, put it on a video, and, and that's how you train your new people, when your new people come in, you get them indoctrinated into the culture by showing them how to do things right day one, okay? Last one, traction. Okay, now we're going to talk about rocks. Rocks are quarterly initiatives that must be completed to keep the vision intact. Now, again, this is a Stephen Covey thing, and, I, and I'm going to show um, a graphic here in a second. Um, meetings, yeah, you got to have meetings. They're, they're necessary if done correctly, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and that's called the OS level 10. Now, the idea is you're, you, you rate your meeting on a scale of 1 to 10, and you want your meeting to be a 10. Oh, that was a great meeting. Yeah, we got a lot done. Okay, level 10. That's what that means, okay? But a lot of times, eh, you, it's a 7 or 8, okay? But your goal is a 10, and that's, that's another topic. Um, weekly meetings are no more than 90 minutes. They're very specific. They start on time, stop on time, all right? So again, this is the backside of the sheet that I mentioned earlier. This is the traction organizer. This is the more short-term, how are we managing our business? Again, there's a corporate one, and then every department kind of has their own things that are subsets of the corporate one. So it's all broken down into little pieces, and everyone's working on the same issues. Now, can you imagine every quarter 
you have three to five issues or three to five rocks rather. And you multiply that times four times five, that's 20. If you, if you can get 20 big issues knocked out in a year, would that impact your business? Absolutely it would. All right, so that's what, and again, I'm not going to do a deep dive on that. That's another discussion. Please let me know if you're interested. I can tell you more about that. Um, so let me tell you about the rocks. So this is a Stephen Covey thing. So the whole idea is that sand is your day-to-day -day activities. Pebbles are your kind of weekly to-dos. And rocks are those big like projects or, or initiatives that if we can get done this quarter, we will move the company forward. We will, our vision will be intact and strong. So what happens is, is we try to put all of that into a jar. Now, most of us, we get so bombarded by the day-to-day -day activities, by the time we get to the things we need to work on, there's no room. Okay, so what it should look like is you want to prioritize your rocks. The big things have to become a priority, and that's what the weekly meetings will do for you. Then you put in the pebbles, which are the to-dos, and then guess what? The sand fills in, and you can fit everything in, so it's not overwhelming, okay? It is possible to do all these things in tandem, but you've got to know what your priorities are. You've got to focus, all right? Is that cool? I hope so. Again, the, the, the weekly meeting is again called the L10. The typical agenda is this. Uh, you start out with five minutes of good news to get, set the tone of the meeting. You go over the scorecard, five minutes. Rock review, on track, off track. It's that simple, you don't have a discussion. If there's a problem, you drop it down to the ideas. Identify, discuss, and solve. People headlines, you know, good things. Customers, employees, or maybe someone's not here anymore. It, it helps update everyone on what's going on in the company. The to-do list, that is just a check a box. Hey, I committed last week to getting Joe that report. That's all that is. That's a that's something that just takes a few minutes in, but it's still important because it, it's an issue. It's a little issue that can be knocked out in a week. You want to knock it off that list. Okay. Then what's left is 60 minutes for the identified, discuss, and solved. Here is where the magic happens. You take one or two big issues and you solve them. Now they may be part of the rocks. That may be something else. Now, during that, you determine what you do with it. You know, you may say, hey, we got to put that into next quarter, or wow, this is a priority. We got to fix it now. You know, maybe something's come up and you, you've got to change. And that's okay. You got to be flexible. But at least you're talking about these things where before you weren't, all right? Okay, then after the 60 minutes, and you've got a timekeeper, you've got a facilitator, you've got someone who's, who's, who's got the stopwatch keeping it moving. It's important. You do a conclusion, recap, in a, in a cascading message. And kind of what that is, is what do you want to tell the troops? What's so kind of the word for the week? Hey, remember uh, next week there's a holiday, so tell customers, remind customers we're going to be closed next Friday, or whatever that cascading message is. So the total meeting is 90 minutes. And again, there's a cadence. You know, you have you have your senior people having the meeting. Then everyone, every group should eventually be having meetings. And ideally, you have those meetings at the same time, same week. That way the company, yeah, shut down for 90 minutes, but guess what? <laughs> you get a lot done and then everyone can go back to work and, and we don't need any more meetings, people. This is the only meeting you should have. All right, everything else should be solved with email or quick discussions in the hallway, all right? That's just kind of the overview on, 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 on one of the operating systems that I like to use. Um, again, I'm not affiliated with, I'm not certified or anything like that, so I can't market. Um, but I am familiar with it. I, I've used it for at least the last eight to 10 years. Um, and it's very good. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've seen successes. I've seen complete failures. So um, anyway, if you, you reach out to me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. 
uh, happy to help. So again, you could uh, reach us at PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com or info at PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com. All right, so that's it. So that is your Platinum Podcast. Your business is in trouble, but I hope now that you've heard this, you have a glimmer of hope. We can help you, okay? So, but we can't help you if we don't hear from you. So reach out to us, call us, email us, check out our website. We're on we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're just, we're everywhere, all right? We would love to, I mean, that's our passion. Our passion is to help you. We want you and your people to, to, to be the best they can, and we can help you do that, all right? That's our heart, that's our passion. Anyway, we'd love to serve you, we'd love to, to help that. And again, whether it's, a, you know, this, whether it's process, whether it's leadership, training and development, whether it's coaching, but something with personnel, we're also, we also do DISC, that's our personality assessment, so we are uh, certified to do DISC, so that's pretty, that's another discussion too, I'll just leave it there. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and again, if you have questions, let us know, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.